Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and more importantly, welcome back, Giants fans, to another episode of the Say Hey Podcast, the podcast that is home to all things Giants baseball. Folks, before we dive into today's show, I would like to take a moment to let you know that you can find the Say Hey Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you're hearing, then don't be afraid to subscribe. And if you really like the show, then make sure to leave a review. But most importantly, make sure to spread the word. Now, with that being said, let's dive right in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Say Hey Podcast. You are now officially listening to episode 67. I'm your host, James Donahue, as I am for every show, so hopefully that's not a deal breaker for you. Folks, today is February 20th, and I wish I could say baseball is officially back, but unfortunately, that's just not the case. I wish I could tell you all that the MLB Players Union and the MLB owners have made tremendous strides in the bargaining meetings throughout this offseason, but that's also just not the case. So as of right now, spring training has officially been postponed until March 5th, and starting tomorrow, fingers crossed, both sides will be meeting every day in order to hopefully figure something out here. Jeff Passan, who is the MLB insider for ESPN, tweeted out the other day, quote, While exact plans are not finalized, MLB and the MLB Players Association intend to hold multiple bargaining sessions, perhaps every day as early as Monday, sources told ESPN. Multiple owners and players expect to fly in for sessions leading up to MLB's stated February 28th deadline. Okay, a few things here. Apparently, there's a deadline that both sides have stated to each other. They're trying to establish a deadline in order to avoid missing regular season games. So if something can't be done by February 28th, Unfortunately, we might be living in a reality where regular season games start to be postponed. So hopefully within these next eight days, these two sides here can work something out, finally. Alright, that is the update in terms of whether this league is going to start on time or not. I wish I could tell you all more, but unfortunately, everything has been so slow-paced. And again, something we have to remember is both sides are trying to basically reconstruct the economics of this game. The owners want the most money as possible, and the players just want fair wages, especially for the younger players who are just coming into this league. So something like that doesn't work out overnight. So that's why this is taking so long. But in the meantime, we can all still talk about Giants baseball, which is the next segment I have for you on today's show. All right, folks, for today's show, I'm going to be talking about random facts that you may or may have not known about the 2021 regular season. Like, starting with our first fact that we have on the list. Did you know that Kervin Castro has a career ERA of zero? I know, pretty insane. I know what you're thinking. How many appearances did he make last year, though? And you might be pleasantly surprised to hear that Kervin Castro made 10 different appearances on the mound. And don't worry, I'm not saying Castro is going to be able to maintain an ERA of zero throughout his entire career. All I'm saying is that it's very encouraging to see the 23-year-old find success early, so early on in his career. See, look at that. That was a fun fact, right? All right, here we go. Moving on to the next one. 
Dominic Leone finished the 2021 season with a 1.51 ERA. However, in the months of September and October, he made 17 different appearances and produced a 1.08 ERA during that time while striking out 13 batters and only allowing two earned runs. Leone isn't one of the young bucks, but he is one of the cornerstones of this bullpen. The 1.51 ERA he posted last year was the lowest of his career, and even though I do suspect some regression, his devastating slider will still continue to keep opposing hitters off balance. Moving on to the next fun fact, and it's not really a fun fact, it's just, I don't know, maybe more of a badass fact, is that Brandon Belt hit 29 home runs during the 2021 regular season. I'm sorry, but it's a damn shame that this man couldn't stay healthy enough to play for a whole season because he was on pace to hit 48 home runs and 99 RBIs over a full-length 162-game season. I seriously cannot wait to have Giants baseball back just so I can watch the captain do his thing. Over the past two seasons, like Crawford, Belt has reached another level when it comes to his power, and I'm especially excited because the DH is coming to the National League, and I'm sure Belt will be able to find a way to make this season easier on his body with that being in mind. All right, moving on to a fun fact about another veteran, and that's going to be Evan Longoria. Last year during the regular season, Evan Longoria produced a 333 batting average and a 1.133 OPS at Dodgers Stadium. And of course, let's not forget the home run he hit off Max Scherzer during the NLDS. I bring this up because I refuse to accept the narrative that Evan Longoria is washed. Is he old? Yes, you cannot dispute his 36-year-old age. But you, can also, you also cannot deny his production when he was healthy enough to stay on the field, especially at Dodger Stadium. He finished the 2021 season swatting 13 home runs, collecting 46 RBIs, and producing a 261 batting average. However, what's more important to highlight here is that he was on pace to reach 34 doubles, 26 homers, and 92 RBIs over a full-length 162-game season. Do I expect Longoria to reach those milestones? No. But it is encouraging to see that his level of production has yet to waver. Longoria will most definitely benefit from the DH, especially if the Giants sign Chris Bryant. All right, here we go. Moving on to another young buck in the bullpen, and that is Camilo Doval. From May 20th to October 2nd, Camilo Doval made 17 different appearances on the mound to close out the season. During that time, he struck out 27 batters in 17.1 innings pitched and only walked four, but more importantly, failed to give up a single run. We cannot forget this. Last year, towards the end of the season, Doval made a name for himself as one of the most electric and exciting young arms throughout the entire league. The young flamethrower finished the year with a 3.00 ERA, but he was also striking out 12.33 batters per nine inning. This kid is truly something special to watch, and I have a feeling he's about to dominate for years to come. All right, all right, enough about the bullpen. Let's go ahead and move on to the starting rotation. Anthony Descalfani made six starts in the month of September, including two versus the Padres and one versus the Dodgers. During that time, he pitched a total of 32 innings and struck out 25 batters and produced a 2.25 ERA. That's some pretty good stuff right there. I don't expect Escalfani to become the best pitcher in the Giants rotation, but it is encouraging that he was able to finish the regular season on a high note. He finished the season with a 3.17 ERA, which is absolutely fantastic for the three spot in your rotation. 
All right, let's go ahead and just address the elephant in the room when speaking about Descafani, and it's the lack of success he has when facing the Dodgers. But against everyone else, Descafani was just fine. Another member of the rotation that's worth mentioning is Alex Wood. Over his last six starts of the 2021 regular season, Wood pitched a total of 30 innings, struck out 37 batters, and produced a 2.40 ERA and only walked five. I was so excited to see the Giants re-sign Alex Wood to a two-year deal. My favorite thing about Alex Wood, unlike Descalfani, is that he was able to find success against the Dodgers. Now you might be saying to yourself, James, what do you mean? It says here that he produced a 4.76 ERA against them last year. Yes, that is true. But if you look a little harder, you'll see that he also struck out 11.65 batters per nine innings when facing the Dodgers, and he only walked three. The inflated ERA against the Dodgers is a result of the three home runs he gave up on May 27th when he faced them, but still, in that game, he managed to go six innings, strike out eight batters, and walked zero. For Game 3 of the NLDS, I said that Wood's key to finding success was keeping the ball in the park, and that's exactly what he did. That night, he went 4.2 innings, only gave up two hits, only walked two, and struck out four while surrendering zero runs. I can't wait to watch Alex Wood continue to go up against his former team for the next two years. Alright folks, the final fact that I have for you all today doesn't involve a player that's currently on the Giants, but a player that could potentially be on the Giants, depending on how the trade market is looking, and that's going to be Sonny Gray, pitcher for the Reds. After doing a lot of research on players that the Giants could potentially go out and trade for, I landed on Sonny Gray for this fact alone. He has a career 2.75 ERA against the Dodgers. But not only that, Max Muncy, who's arguably the Dodgers' best hitter, is 0 for 8 with 5 strikeouts against Sonny Gray throughout his entire career. For these facts alone, I'm all in on Sonny Gray, and I think it would be really cool if the Giants could go out and trade for him once this dreaded lockout is over. Alright everyone, that is going to be all for today's show of the Say Hey Podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you had some fun. And if not, well, thank you for your time. Folks, you can find the Say Hey Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and you can also leave a rating and a review if you feel so inclined. Folks, the last thing I'll say is that I want to thank you so much for the overwhelming love and support of the show. It truly means the world. Alright everybody, continue to stay safe out there in this crazy world. Continue to be smart, and most importantly, go Giants.